0: Welcome to the Exhibitionist Podcasts. I'm Vicky from Museum Mum.
1: And I'm Catherine from Cultural Wednesday.
0: Together we are co-hosts on this friendly insider's guide to the best exhibitions, museums and historic places to visit in London and beyond.
1: Between us, we visit hundreds of cultural places a year. We're here to share what we've seen so you know what's worth the travel.
0: Get ready to fuel your curiosity and wanderlust with the Exhibitionist.
1: This week, museum memberships. First Vicky, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm really good actually. Yeah, it's it's all been good. I got to finally see well, I say finally, it's only been a few weeks. I got to see the Chanel at the VA last week,
1: which Ooh, was it? Lucky you. How did you get into there? That all the well, tickets are sold
0: this is it I, I booked it quite some time ago I, I, I had to scroll very far through my inbox to find it and um, before obviously it's completely sold out now and I saw people trying to argue their way in on the door so um, but I was I was really really impressed with it especially um, the way that they dealt with the war and her relationship with the sort of political situation at the time I thought they didn't shy away from it and actually brought out evidence and 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 tried to look at it in different lights so um as well as having obviously lots of beautiful clothing
1: yeah so many beautiful frocks and so that is indeed why we're talking about museum membership uh this week because the only way that if you didn't I think, oh, book ahead. The only way that you can actually get to go and see the exhibition now is by buying VA membership.
0: Yeah, that's right. Completely sold out. And so we thought we'd do a special episode where we talk about all the benefit, all the different types of membership there are out there, uh, and what the benefits are. And so you can start to think about which ones might work for you. Um, maybe we should just kick off with the, the national museums like the V&A and, and talk about their membership. I think you're a member, aren't you, Catherine?
1: I am a member of the V&A. Yes, I am. I use its members room, often love its members room and my 10% discount in the shop. I think that I, I save my membership by using my 10% discount in the shop, to be honest.
0: So <laughs> a, a well used. So all, all of the national museums like the DNA run membership schemes. And so some of the benefits, which are, like you said, the members room, you get this exclusive oh, space. I love
1: a members room
0: also things free entry to their paid exhibitions and also you don't have to book anymore especially post-pandemic now you normally just flash your membership card at the door which is nice if you're in the area or if you just wanted to pop back to see one or two pieces of artwork that you loved
1: yes and also that you get invitation to special members previews um at the vna that's all included uh but there are some memberships when it that's an add-on you need to be quite careful some of them sort of really mount up you look at the basic price and think oh that doesn't sound too much And by the time you've added on sort of all the different sites and having pre member previews and all sorts of things it can be really quite expensive but so That's it. it
0: and I, th- I think when you're looking at memberships, it's really thinking about where are you going to visit and also where do you want to support? Because it's not just always about what you get, but also where is your money going and and, uh, and that sort of thing. You often get a glossy magazine and
1: you also get, there are usual, usually special member events, talks and visits. You usually have to pay extra for that. And again, they can be pricey, but they're, they're always interesting.
0: You've got the you've got the V and A, um, which you've had for a number of years, I believe.
1: I do, and I have I have I, I have a sole membership, and then I have a plus one. So that means that I can take either Mr. C W or a friend with me if I want to go, or indeed access to the members' room. And so I pay one hundred and twelve pounds for me and a plus one every That's year. Very,
0: yeah, and when you think about some of these exhibitions, a sort of 25 30 pounds now so if you're going to visit an ex a couple of exhibitions a year especially the bigger places you know Tate and the V&A they have several exhibitions a year so if you're going to visit three or four of those then then it's paid for itself no, um, i have um i actually have the natural history museum membership which is a bit different they do have paid for exhibitions but they're not blockbusters in the same way um but what i like about it is the members room um, they have a really nice quiet space because it's quite hectic at Naturist Museum if you go there it's you know I think it's the UK's most popular <laughs> museum uh, and so you, you can go and see things and then retreat to an area and it's got lots of games and books and then a, a little dining space as well which the food's really nice but also you can skip the queue so when you get there you can just because you have to book entry now for the Naturist Museum unless you're a member so then you can just go straight to the front of the queue and that, that just, it just takes the pressure off so somewhere you like and you Enjoy. It's not necessarily I'm saving X on exhibitions. It's just it just makes the whole day a, a lot nicer.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you can dip in and out. We had we used to use we had um, historic royal palaces membership when the children were small, and it meant that you could just walk into the Tower of London, skipping the queues, and you didn't have to spend all day because you'd spent a small fortune. You could just spend a couple of hours and then go away again.
0: I think that's it. I think with and you know, with my audience, I always say, just just go for go for one thing. Go for half an hour, go for 45 minutes, especially with kids. But to be honest, even with adults, our attention spans are limited. If you've paid, I don't know, £50 or something because a family to get in somewhere, you're gonna be like, look at everything, see everything. But if you're just popping in and you know you can go back at any time and it's not gonna cost you any extra, it just makes the whole day more relaxed and more enjoyable, I find. So in terms of families, it's quite interesting how much variance there is in these national schemes for families and wh- and which ones have family uh, children included and not so, for example, I know with the V&A, you get up to four children. Tate includes up to six children. So if you have a, a large uh, family, you can, you can take them all for no extra uh, than the individual cost. But other ones, for example, the Natural History Museum, which is more of a family attraction, you actually pay extra then to add children to your membership. So if you have got family, do look carefully at, at what is included and uh, and, um, and if there are any hidden extras or things that you didn't anticipate. Okay. So...
1: There are the big individual uh, museums, but then there are also national organisations that get you entry into lots and lots of different places, like National Trust, English Heritage, Historic Scotland, CADU, and Historic Houses Association. Do you belong to any of those, or indeed all of them, Vicky? <laughs>
0: Not all yet. (laughs) Um, I'd need a few more years off to work my way through them, but um, I have been a National Trust member for years and it's very well used and very handy. Um, And you're also a National Trust member, I believe.
1: I am. I think one of the big regrets of my life is that when I was 18, I did not buy or ask an indulgent grandparent to buy me life membership because it would have saved me a small fortune over the years. (laughs)
0: I have heard of people who, when a child is born, the grandparent buys them this this life membership, um, which is, uh, like you said, a very indulgent present, but also very thoughtful as well. Um, should you have spare cash for it, but no, I've got the um, I've got the family membership, and it's great because it's it's hundreds of places. It's a members organization, so it's they've taken ownership and care for properties, gardens, and land all across the UK. And as a member, you get to visit for free. And with the family membership, I can, um, I can bring my partner and also the children. But also on top of that, you actually have some say in the organization and how it is run as well. So um, they have their annual Um, annual general meeting and it's very actually political especially at the moment the heritage sector there's a lot of politics behind there Um, and uh, and so being able to say no this is the sort of organization I want to belong to and this is what this is how I think heritage should move towards and what it should care for and what should prioritize I think it's actually really important
1: Yes, that reminds me. My m- membership, um, the, the voting pack, is sitting there waiting for me to vote. I'll do that immediately after we finish this. I promise.
0: But back to visits. What do you like most about National Trust?
1: I like, I like the free parking. That's the. Um, I like the fact that they are very different places. I like the fact that you can go to uh, a remote, wild piece of land that is being cared for and and walk and enjoy it. I like the fact that there are amazingly huge stately homes with the the many stories that they tell and also smaller places. So I I think there's a huge variety.
0: Yeah. And it's growing. They're still acquiring new places. um, And, Yeah, and and they do a lot for the environment as well. So there's a lot to do with uh, rewilding and moving towards uh, net carbon zero. So it's a very forward thinking organisation and it is about caring for things for future generations. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of the National Trust.
1: Yes, indeed. I used to volunteer at my local property. I used to lead walks through the Polston Lacey Estate
0: Wow. Well, we know who to go to for tips on walks and poles. And we actually did our our episode on motorway stop-offs. We talked about quite a few National Trusts. And that's, again, because if you're a member, it's free. Instead of stopping in some instantly forgettable service station for a soggy sandwich, you can head to a National Trust along the route and uh, stretch your legs and pop to the cafe. Uh,
1: Which uh, I think we both do often.
0: So uh, in terms of national trust, what's the current rates on that, that?
1: is it's 84 pounds for a, a person, a single person. And then if you want to add children or indeed grandchildren, it's seven pounds to take your your family children with you.
0: That's right. And that's £7 for the year. So it's, it's only a, a small amount extra uh, and it's up to six kids go free um, with, a, with a paying member. So that's yeah. great. And also what we've discovered in the research, we've just confirmed, so your National Trust membership can be used in 14 associated heritage organisations worldwide, uh, including Scotland. So if you're going to Scotland, you can use it there. But also maybe we need a trip, Catherine, it's Italy, Bahamas and Canada. So
1: yeah. I could quite fancy Canada. Should we do, Should we uh, take a train across Canada, stopping on- for heritage places, I think that sounds good.
0: National trust cards. I can think of worse things to do in my life. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, and so, actually, English heritage. Yeah, I always that, think that of ruins and castles, but it's a lot more than that. Isn't it? it's
0: quite complicated, and I think. Again, that's quite interesting because it comes from a different place. The National Trust was set up by members, whereas English Heritage, a lot of the properties used to be owned by the government, and it actually used to be part of the government. And now it's it's kind of like an arm's length members' organized uh, um, uh, sort of. Uh, Umbrella organisation. Umbrella organisation. So you don't have this. You don't have voting rights in the same way. You don't have a say. But what you do get is access to nationally important monuments, like
1: Stonehenge, four hundred places.
0: Yes, that's right. Um, And and they are incredibly varied. Um, I'm I'm just trying to think which uh, which ones I've been to. Well, in
1: London, there's Elton Palace.
0: And that's beautiful because you've got it goes from Tudor Palace, this Art Deco masterpiece. It's it's quite extraordinary. No, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Um, I went to Walmer Castle for my birthday for the first oh, time. Very nice. I've, ne- I've never been there. I shall add it to my list. Uh, yeah, it's got a Queen Mum connection, and you can see a pair. Apparently, Duke of Wellington died there, and you can see a pair of his wellies. Um, Excellent, but. Back to the back to the case in point. Yeah. Again, um, it's sorry. Go for it. I was going to say
1: also free parking as well. If you're a if you're an English Heritage member, put free parking at the all the sites.
0: Yeah, and that's again they run regular events on half terms. So it's and it, and it's across the country, and if you're an English Heritage member, you can also then use it uh, in other in the other nations. Uh, so you can use you can use it in Wales uh, and in Scotland as well,
1: and uh, and the Isle of Man, as we've discovered.
0: <laughs> we have we've learned a lot on this, but it's again, so it's where are you going to go, what you're going to use, and it, it's not that one is better; they're just different, and they have different places. So if you've got a if you've got a few properties you particularly love, you know that might sway which one you get, or maybe you've got enough money and you can do both. Um, For the historic houses that
1: are still owned and lived in by the people who have owned and lived in them for centuries, there is the Historic Houses Association Um, and that will get you into places like Holcomb Hall and Annick Castle.
0: And that is that's quite, they're all independent, aren't they? So this is, again is very yes. different. So they've kind of clubbed together, and the money then is divided to uh, between the properties based on how many people visit them, and it's 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 very varied.
1: Yeah, they're hugely varied, and 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 they are their homes. So I th- I think it's always really interesting to see places you museums that people live in.
0: Definitely, and the uh, so we went to uh, Lougher Castle, which was a Historic Houses Association place this summer. Which apparently has it claims to be England's largest playground. Um, It was very big for sure, and uh, I lost the kids in it for many hours. So that was so that was great, and that was included with the Historic Houses Association pass.
1: So that is sixty five pounds for an adult, and. It's another £30 for every child that you add, Mm aged 3 to 16. That's my bugbear. When children stop at 16, they still live with you. You're still going on holiday with you. They don't massively start earning because they're still at school at 18. Children are children until they're 18.
0: Well, this is it, especially with compulsory education now. They, you know, essentially is an increased period they're not earning but eating more and then you're expected to pay more to take them out with you as well yes um did we mention the English heritage price I can't remember if we did
1: English heritage is it's 69 pounds for a single person and that includes up to six children
0: um so we've talked about nationals we've talked about the kind of national um heritage organizations Uh, Maybe we should talk about some of the local gems
1: that you can also join. Yes, or I was going to pop in the art fun card, which is sort of a quasi thing.
0: Well, so the art fund national art past to use its uh, use its full name, which is run by the art um, art fund again is 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 slightly different still it like you said it's it 's got a national remit and it 's a charity which supports the art sector gives a lot of funding to the sector and then by joining you 're actually donating to them, and then this money can be spread between the these organizations it, yes
1: they use it to basically to buy objects or to support places. Yeah, that go into different museums
0: and that's right and sometimes when you go around you'll see a special little logo say this was purchased by the um, by the art fund or using funds from the art fund but also they do a lot of training I work in the sector so there's a lot of schemes which help um, develop professionally people who work in the arts as well so it's, it's a really it's a good thing all of these places are good things um, but as a, as a member you get a really nice mix of uh, national organisations you get half price to their exhibitions so all of the, all of the, the big Big, um places you might go like tate and british museum and
1: royal academy mm-hmm. yeah
0: all of those you'll get 50 percent off and then but then it also gives you free entry to a lot of the smaller places as well
1: 250 places are free
0: i know and it's always i'm always delighted when i find one actually <laughs> um, my
1: my favorite was in fact, i think the first the first one that we used with our card many years ago was the royal pavilion at brighton
0: which is stunning and yeah, well worth visiting. This summer, we were in the Lake District and we went to Brantwood, which is John Ruskin's house. And they were doing a, um, a, a day where it was all children's activities. And it was free because it was included with Entry and Entry was free for art fund holders excellent and and, uh that was and that was just such a special day so so and it's one of those things it's not just the entrance is either discounted or free there's also a lot of discounts and shops and uh and things
1: yes you need to you need to check and also a really good magazine quarterly I think it is that comes that is just sort of goes it's the, the big exhibitions that are opening not only in London but across the country and sort of deep dive into it and what yeah the objects which the art fund have funded as well which is always absolutely fascinating
0: I always have a pen or near me on my phone and I always get more ideas for things to visit after I've read it because it it really does give you an overview of everything that's happening in the art sector yeah uh, really really enjoy reading that so Definitely do check what's around because I discovered after a few years that my local museum, the William Morris Gallery, I actually get a discount in the cafe. So it's free and the exhibitions are free. So I've never shown my card there. And then I found out I could have been getting money off my lattes and my sandwiches. So yeah. I now show that. So now often I'll go somewhere and I'll just ask randomly if they, do you take the art, <laughs> you know, the national art pass. And, uh, I'm always surprised and, and quite pleased when somebody says, yes, we do. So uh, they that's... do, they do have a website. You can search it. You get a lovely little, when you join, you get a little book, don't you? Which guides. Yes, um,
1: you do, which is really good. And there's also a very good, um, app on the that you can keep on your phone or or just pull up and so you can put in where you are and it will tell you what is nearby
0: well I need that app for sure um but yeah so the art uh, the national art pass is
1: it's 56 pounds 25 for a solo person 84 for a joint and 15 pounds to include children.
0: So now we've we've thought about our nationals, we've thought about our heritage organisations, we've thought about the National Art Pass. Maybe we should move a little bit closer to home and think about kind of other membership schemes that might not immediately come to mind.
1: Yes, yeah, sort of local small places. The, the 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 one The one that I've gone and looked at is Strawberry Hill House, which is relatively close to me, and. If you're a member of that, you get all the free entry that you would expect, but you also get curator tours, invitations to um, events, newsletter. Um, it's um, so you it's, there's a level of community involvement as well as just supporting somewhere.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like a crossover with a friend scheme. It's, you know, you start to meet people through the museum and develop a, a community through that scheme. So I think if there's someone near you that you want to support, definitely check if they've got um, a membership scheme as well. I joined um 180 studios actually last week the membership because they uh they're in central london just off the strand and they do a lot of digital immersive exhibitions and they've had two open last week and it was cheaper to buy the membership for a year than it was to pay for those those two exhibitions and under 18s go free anyway it was 40 pounds for the year so there's if you are looking to go somewhere do just have a look and see if they run a membership scheme and is it will it work out better value to do it that way.
1: And also, if say it is where you want to support.
0: First of all, see what you can already get for no extra charge as part of your um, work perks. So my partner who works in retail, he gets historic royal palaces entry for, for the family free. So he has to be there. He has to show his work pass. He has to use a particular way of booking them. But it does mean that we've got access to those. So, so have a look. See on your internet or ask your HR department or just ask around and see what you already get. The other thing that which um, I use through my employment. So I, I'm uh, classified as public sector and paid by the council for my museum job. Uh, sorry, the Corporation of London by my job, which is essentially a local. I'm a local council employee, um, and I get to join the CSSC, which is a fantastic charity. I think it has something like 140,000 members, so it's a members' organisation. And what it does is all about making sure that people's spare time is more enjoyable. So they've been they've been going for well over 100 years, and they one of the perks that i use most of it is english heritage so they've bought corporate membership for english heritage and as a cssc member i can go to any english heritage for free with myself one guest and up to six kids and that includes free parking as well so that is a great perk but they also then give discounts off lots of other things um so there's always places um coming up and uh when we were in Northumberland, we went to Annick Garden. I used a discount through CSSC to purchase my tickets for that. They do things like cinema, money if you're shopping, and also events. So members will um, buy theatre tickets and create special um, days out, and then you can purchase reduced theatre tickets, and then you'll go with a group of people as well. So it's a really great scheme. It is, it, And it's a very, very wide Membership-based, when you say a oh, public sector, you can actually be working for private company who take on public contracts and you're, you're eligible.
1: Well, I've discovered that as a as a PPC pensioner, I'm I'm allowed to join.
0: Wow. I'm really pleased about that. Yes. Because I, I rave about it. I absolutely love it. They are one of my clients, but that is because I love them so much. And it is um, £4.99 a month uh, or £4.50 if you're retired or receiving a pension. Which is me. Hurrah. <laughs> We'll have to try and get some theatre tickets together, Catherine. Absolutely. Um, so that's so that's great about, like you said, see what you've already got or you're already entitled to through work or even if you're retired through previous work as well. Um, and then the other thing is to see what's already in your wallet.
1: Uh, yes, because sometimes that uh, you you buy a ticket and it actually lasts all year.
0: Yeah, which is it's just nice because it's – sometimes you might only go somewhere once or you think oh I'll just go once and pay but then they usually run events throughout the years I'm thinking especially for families here you know half term there's blinking loads of them there's a lot of days to fill so if you've been somewhere and you've got this ticket and you can go back for free it's just a nice way of going back timing it with their activities and just seeing it from a different perspective
1: yeah but my, my favorite of this is the it's the royal collection trust so that is buckingham palace windsor castle buckingham palace muse Holyrood house so you you buy your ticket and you do have you you must sign it when you're there and get it stamped. But provided you sign it and get it stamped, which costs nothing, um, it is a ticket for a year. And so you can just fetch up. If you, you know, if you visit Buckingham Palace, you actually you do need to book a slot, but it will be free. But certainly for the Muse and Windsor Castle, you just fetch up.
0: And I love the Royal Muse with Kids, and again they do like the family tours and the craft activities at half term. So you know, you hang out with the with the King's horses. It's a, a very pleasant way to do it. Yes, um, I the ones that come to mind for me are the London Transport Museum. Um, it's about twenty odd pounds for an adult ticket, but that's for a whole year, um, and children are free anyway. So and kids love them. Going back to the London Transport Museum, they never seem to get bored, and grown also ups, the post- grown-ups
1: love it as well. This grown-up absolutely loves the uh, London Transport Museum.
0: Uh, sorry, I. <laughs> You're right, and then also the Postal Museum as well. Uh, so uh, we've recently we went to the Food Museum for the first time. Uh, oh gosh, where, the where is the Food Museum? I could say Stowmarket. Oh. Uh, it's actually a really interesting place. It's it's kind of like on the it feels like it's on the edge of a sort of suburban shopping centre, like a small one. Um, but you go and it's it's all about food and bringing people back to the lands. When we went, they had this big new kitchen where they were cooking foraged food for you to try. So it was a demonstration kitchen, and you got to try. All of these, so I tried dandelion honey for the first time, uh, and she shared recipes and was chatting to us for ages about how to you can forage your own food. So it's got a really good ethos, and it was also really relaxed and quiet. Uh, and we had they were like, do you want to make it annual? It doesn't cost anything. I was like, yeah, because I think what happens for the annual, you normally donate your entry ticket and then in return um they classify it differently so that's why it suddenly becomes you can go back for a year uh so yes so we need to go back now autumn's here and see see what's cooking in the kitchen at the, well, food the stone market
1: area is a, a, a beautiful area perfect excuse <laughs> uh, mine, we had the uh the national maritime museum in falmouth is uh, an annual pass so that's where i'm going to be in falmouth next week so i shall be uh reusing my ticket
0: excellent yeah, in your wallet so check what's in your wallet so I think we've covered quite a few different types of memberships now and hopefully given people an idea of what's out there and um, what types um, as well as specific examples that we've had not used we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the exhibitionist um, we've loved sharing our thoughts and our memberships with you thanks so much for listening
1: if you've enjoyed it please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review maybe let us know which memberships you have
0: you can find us on Instagram at The Exhibitionist Pod.
1: Uh, or me, Catherine, at Cultural Wednesday.
0: Or me, Vicky, at Museum Mum.
1: Music is Positive Hip Hop by Mexico Music
0: from Chusick. Catch you next time on The Exhibitionist. Until then, stay curious and enjoy those cultural adventures.